Hello, my lords and labias. This is Brooke, the host of the Good Mom Podcast, where we talk about the joys and the wonders of parenthood. That's a joke. We do not talk about (laughs) the joys of parenthood. We talk about the struggles behind parenthood. We talk about mental health, the postpartum vagina, sex after a baby, making your marriage work, maybe not making your marriage work, and all this stuff that you don't usually want to talk about because every time you mention it to somebody, you feel like a bad fucking parent. Believe me, you're not a bad parent. We are all in this together on this crazy ass parenthood ride. Buckle up, bitches. All right, everybody. So welcome back to the Good Mom Podcast. Sorry about last week. We did not put it out an episode. Um, I posted on Facebook, so some of you guys probably got it, Um, but we did not put out because we were (laughs) having some fun um, new mama morning sickness and just like exhaustion, and it was literally like I was laying in bed and I was like super nauseous and I was trying to like fall asleep, and I had just actually taken a Unisum because it's supposed to help with like nausea, but wouldn't, you know, whatever fucking lies um, people tell you, so anyway, I just taken a Unisum, and so like I was about to like pass out. My husband was like, hey, you didn't record. I was like, fuck it. I'm not doing it. Like I'm drugged. I'm going to throw up. I was like, I can't. I can't do it this week. So that was fun. So we did not get to put on episodes. I'm so sorry. This week, though, I want to talk about something that has been heavy, heavy on my mind. And it is being a stay at home mom and how it is just essentially mental fucking murder. So I've been struggling. So we've moved recently, as you guys know. So we're like trying to explore this like new area during a fucking pandemic when like everything is closed. So my daughter and I are stuck in this house all of the fucking time. We live in an apartment on the third floor and I'm pregnant. And I have a toddler who, like, if she sees, like, a fucking butterfly, like, she shit hits the fan and she's terrified. So, like, walking up and down the stairs already makes me never want to leave the house. Because 99% of the time, there's a bug on the stairs and I have to carry her down those three flights of stairs and then carry her up the three flights of stairs. Plus, the infant inside of my vagina and womb area. Okay? So, stairs are not fucking fun. I don't want to do that. But on top of that, like nothing's open. I don't know what to do. So we're stuck in this house all the time. And I feel like that definitely makes it worse. But at the same time, whenever like I think back on like what happened before the pandemic, I also kind of like we didn't really leave a whole lot anyway. We would go to the park like sometimes and like, you know, walk around Target just to like kind of get out of the house. But we definitely do a lot less now. And like most of the time it's because of the stairs. If I'm like, man, I have energy today. We should do something. I will stop dead in my fucking tracks as soon as I remember that I have to walk down three flights of stairs. And they're not just like, oh, like three little measly. No, we are on the third high up fucking floor, like several, 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 several stairs. It's awful. Anyway, I don't know if I can jam that into your brains enough. Stairs are fucking bullshit. So I've been trying to find ways because I'm not on my medication. Like I've talked about in those previous podcasts. Um, I'm not on my medication for like anxiety and depression. So it's definitely like 10 times worse than usual. So my daughter getting older, she's got a lot more energy as I'm sure a lot of you guys are experiencing all of a sudden you're in a pandemic and your kids are home all the time. And you're like, why do they have so much fucking energy? It's because they're not doing anything and neither is mine. My daughter's not doing anything either. 
So she's like running around the house. She's constantly asking me to play. And I'm already drained. Not just from being pregnant, but that is also fucking draining. But also just like mentally drained. I read something the other day about like the mental load that like mothers. Well, it's not always mothers, but most of the times it's it's the mother in the household who bears the mental load of like the family. And it's like stuff that like your significant other just like doesn't think about. And probably like as soon as I said that, you're like, oh, fuck, I know exactly what you're talking about. So like and this thing I was reading, it was like, you know, your significant other will open the fridge, you know, get the last Coca-Cola and leave the empty Coke box in the fridge and then just like crack it open and like go sit down on the couch and like drink the soda. You'll, you'll, <laughs> can you tell I'm from the South? <laughs> oh, fuck me. You will. <laughs> open up the door to the fridge take out the last coke see it's the last coke take the box out throw the box away or in my case give it to your pet rats because they love coke boxes and then you'll write on the grocery list that you have hanging up on the wall very um, strategically placed next to the refrigerator and you will say we need coke he your significant other won't do that okay so like you're constantly making lists you're constantly the one thinking you know, oh, I got to do laundry today. We don't have any shirts for, you know, we have to go to that thing tomorrow. We need to make sure that we have, you know, a clean pair of, you know, dress pants. And we need to make sure that we have this and this. We need to stop by the dollar store today because my daughter broke her sunglasses and it's really bright every time we go to the beach and she's squinting trying to find, she, you like those, that, that constant reel that's playing in your fucking head of everything that needs to get done. It doesn't play in your significant other's head. So that mental load and that like constant exhaustion, I could do nothing all day. And still feel like fucking drained. And it's because of that. I'll go, I'll, I'll have one thing that I want to do in a day usually because right now I just like, I can't handle it. And I'll be like, okay, I want to get this one thing done today. The other day it was cleaning my room. <laughs> I just wanted to pick up our bedroom. That's all I wanted to do. It was like, seriously, five hours later, I finished this task to just pick up my fucking bedroom. And that's because I was like, oh wait, but we haven't gone through our clothes in so long and we really need to get rid of our old clothes and donate a lot of these things that we're not wearing right now. Our closet's getting packed. You know, we have a new baby coming. So I need to make sure that, you know, I've cleaned off this desk because we're going to be moving this desk soon. So I got to make sure that this area is nice and tidied away. Oh, I really need to find spots for these. And oh, this needs to go in the bathroom. Oh, well, now my bathroom is dirty. So now I got to clean. Like, <laughs> I can't just complete one fucking task because that mental load like keeps running. So I feel like that stay at home mom mentality like you're already so tired from like taking care of your toddler all day, but mentally, like you've been fucking slaughtered because your mental load is 10 times heavier because you're here all day and you're thinking about that stuff all day. Because I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, you know, I was, I was a teacher. Okay. I had, I've worked, I worked at a grocery store. I worked in retail for eight fucking years and customer service. I was a customer service supervisor. Fucking kill me. Okay. These jobs are difficult but it, I would rather do both I feel like I would be let well no I would rather do them both I take that back I would not rather do them both I think I'd rather jump off a bridge than ever work and customer service at a grocery store ever again but I I would do both of those and probably feel less tired and like less drained than I do as a stay-at-home mom and and why like why is that I was thinking about it just like earlier I was laying in bed I was like, why the fuck does it feel like that? Like, cause you really don't, some days, like I really don't do anything. 
I don't even want to play with my toddler because I'm so fucking like I'm already at my breaking point and like I'm already like frustrated and she's like mommy like let's play airplanes and I'm like baby I'm so sorry mommy just doesn't feel good today I really just want to sit here and like if you want to play airplanes you know you could play on the couch with me I was like but I don't want to go in your room and play airplanes you know like like I feel bad because I'm turning her down and do these things but I'm just like so fucking tired why (laughs) why am I so tired and I assume that it has to be my mentality and not that I actually am tired because I will look around my fucking house I mean not my room my room is fucking spotless you guys but I will look around my house right now and there's dishes in the sink there's laundry literally right now how surprised are you guys at me saying this but there's laundry inside of my washer that hasn't been moved over yet and I washed it today for the second time (laughs) trying to get it back into the dryer just to fucking dry it like if you look around my house I'm not completing tasks that like I want to complete and my daughter isn't necessarily preventing them from or preventing me from completing them so what is so it has to be my mentality it has to be me but why am I the only one that feels like this like I'm like trying to like fucking psychology myself like Dr. Han here, like trying to give myself some kind of diagnosis. Like I don't know what, and everybody's like, oh, just take it in bite-sized pieces. That's cool. But I can't fucking do that. I have tried. It's like putting a raw piece of meat in front of a dog and being like, now don't eat it. That slobbery little scavenger is going to fucking eat it. Okay. You can't tell me to break down a task I said all I wanted to do today was pick up my room, not deep clean the motherfucker, just why I wanted to pick it up. And I came in here head to toe. This, this place is fucking spotless. The only thing I didn't do was run the Roomba. So like my floors are kind of a little bit junked up. There's like thread everywhere. Cause like I knit and I've been sewing some stuff. I don't really want to, <laughs> I don't really want to tell you what I've been sewing. Um, because it's a little weird. I own a lot of rats. Um, I'm a rat mom. And so I've been sewing like toys for my rats. <laughs> that's how I nest. Because we don't have a, a nursery this time around. So I've been like sewing shit for my rats. And that's how like I get my, my mama, my mama-ness out. But anyway, so like trying to take those tasks into like those bite-sized pieces. Like it just doesn't fucking work for me because maybe it's, maybe it's just me. But like I... I can't just pass something up that needs to be done. So I couldn't just say, okay, I today the only thing I'm going to do is get this laundry done. Because I'll be getting that laundry done and as I'm picking up around my daughter's room, I'll see that, you know, she's knocked over her fucking crayons for the millionth time and I'll start picking those up. And as I do that, I'm like, crap, she dumped all of her books out of her bookshelf. So then I'll have to pick that up because we don't want to be tripping all over that. Like, it's not possible to break those down. Sorry, I'm so gassy. I ate a burger. So if I'm burping all over the place, you guys, I apologize. But also, you're welcome. So I I need some sort of solution. And maybe somebody has one and maybe you guys don't. You know, actually, I doubt that anybody has a fucking solution. Because what's going to work for you is not going to work for me. Because my fucking psycho-ness is totally different from your type of psycho. So that's been, like, my new, like goal like my new thing that I've been trying to figure out with myself because I always try to stay super self-aware 
especially with having anxiety and depression. That way I know exactly what's happening when and how certain things feel. So whenever I know that I need help, I need help. I talked to my doctor about this the other day. She was like, you seem super aware of like yourself. I was like, girl, it took me forever to get this way. Trust me. (laughs) I used to hide this shit hard. I'd be like, nah, I'm fine. I got everything under control. No, absolutely not. So this is like, this is my new project. How do I help my mental load? And it's not necessarily always super reliant on like your spouse either. Cause I know I talked about that. Like it kind of puts the thing that I read the other day, I didn't really like, cause it kind of put like a shame on your spouse for them not participating in the mental load. But I don't really feel like that's fair because at least in my case, and I know probably the majority of the cases as well is it's hard to have like two hands in the pot, if that makes sense. Like it's hard. All of our bills I handle all of like our, um, our groceries I handle whenever we like appointments, I handle like all that stuff. Like it's, I take care of. And if it wasn't just me, I don't think because I love my husband and I know every single husband is probably also this way, unless they're just like super detail oriented. But he doesn't always think to tell me things. So like he could make an appointment and then not tell me until the day before. And then I'm pissed because I didn't know about it. Or, you know, he could pay a couple of bills and, you know, forget to tell me or forget to check them off or whatever. He got, he might get busy and like not think about it. And then I'll also go in and I'll pay those exact same bills. So we've double paid something because we didn't communicate. And I have like a... Um, a command station like in my kitchen where I have it up on like the wall like all of our due dates and I put all of the appointments and I've got grocery lists and I've got all the bills organized there like everything is right there for me <laughs> because maybe it's because like I'm a control freak and most mental loaders maybe they are but I wouldn't mind like I don't care if he does it but I I don't think that he would communicate it to me and like and it stresses me out to, to think like doctor's appointments need to be made and they're not made at the time that I want them to be made. So like my daughter, she has to go to like, um, I think it's next week or sometime. I don't even remember. Shoot. Look at me. I'm talking about it. I've got it written down. My daughter has to go get like her flu shot at this flu shot clinic that's coming up. And like, if I didn't make that appointment way ahead of time, like I made it like fucking two months ago, we wouldn't have got in. Okay. I know that, but my husband wouldn't have known that. He probably would have still be waiting and be like, well, we'll get it whenever we get it. <laughs> so like it would stress me out. Like right now, if he was in charge of making that appointment and he still hadn't, I would be on his ass all the time being like, did you make that appointment? Did you make that appointment? Did you make that appointment? Like it's just easier if I do it. But at the same time, it's not easier because it fucks with my head that I have to do all of the stuff and it makes you feel alone, Right. So it's very confusing because like, it's not like it's his fault. Like, it's not like he's doing anything wrong. Like he is a fantastic partner in life. He helps out as much as like, I about said as much as I allow him, (laughs) which is actually true, (laughs) but he helps out like without me having to always ask, like he is very present in like our lives and very much so a member of like our household. Like he, he doesn't, it doesn't feel like, you know, like a one man show here at all, but it does. in like my mental state when it comes to stuff like that, like that mental load that like I was talking about, but how do you change that without letting go of that? And I'm going to fucking say it, letting go of the control of your home 
because that's essentially like what it is is it's you have this it's the way that the well the thing that i was reading it's it you are the manager of the household and so your spouse and even your kids like look to you for things because you're the one who has managed the home so you and it's not like a manager and assistant manager like do you have two managers in the house does that even fucking work you don't have like two managers in a store always because again it's communication like that doesn't always go the best way i don't know i don't know what the fucking solution is I just know that I don't feel like it's fair to to put the blame like on on spouses and being like, oh, well, it's because they're not doing their share. I don't always think that's true. I think a lot of it falls down to, especially as moms, we we tend to become very overwhelmed with things not getting done on in the in the time frame that we set, like expectations almost that we set for our schedules, like in our lives. And when those things aren't met and they're like invisible fucking expectations that you don't communicate to your family. So whenever things aren't done in your timely manner, you get frustrated and stressed out. Am I making sense here? Or am I just sounding like a complete psycho? So it's hard to like let go of that control. I'm starting to feel stuffy here, you guys. I'm going to take a side note. Today we went out because um, I was talking about like toddlers and like what the fuck do you do with them? That's probably why I'm getting stuffy. Um, and we went out today to the USS North Carolina, which is like this big battleship, uh, right? And it's got like airplanes on it. My daughter loves airplanes. And I was like, oh, yeah, like this will be great. It's like a little museum type tour thing. I was like, it won't be anything too crazy. It'll get her out of the house. She could see some really cool things. And my pregnant ass won't die from, you know, like a heat stroke like we were the other day at the playground. That was awful. Trying to keep up with her. Y'all, was I fucking wrong? Okay, this place, it's like nine decks, okay? And it's like, which isn't massive, but that's a big fucking ship, okay? And they, it, there, like the ship hasn't really been like altered in any way. And so like all of like the stairs and like the steps to like get down and do the tour are those like where you like open up the hatch and it's like a little fucking like ladder that drops down. You guys. <laughs> I was sweating like my ass cheeks were like dripping sweat down my knees okay I have never <laughs> I was so tired I was terrified first of all because I am pregnant and I have a history of the preterm labor okay and the last time I went into labor it was because of stairs okay so like yeah living on the third floor fucking trigger going up and down a shit ton of stairs at the fucking battleship trigger I was so scared so but I wanted to do it because my daughter she was so excited she loved it we had such a good time but it was so fucking hot it was exhausting (laughs) so anyway to my friends in North Carolina if you're pregnant you're like oh I want something easy going don't fucking do it (laughs) don't I do not recommend the USS North Carolina wait until your kids are older that was the other thing is because of the stairs were so steep like my daughter couldn't go up and down them so my husband had to carry her while going down these like tiny ladder it was oh my god it was so scary I was like please don't fall please don't drop her like the whole time I'm like (laughs) he's like I'm not I was like but you will (laughs) you don't know that like it was so stressful but anyway it was a lot of fun she had a great time she was so cute I got some really good pictures you guys might hear my daughter in the background. She's currently awake while I'm recording, which never happens. Or they're usually gone, but she's here right now. So I just heard her laughing outside my door. <laughs> she's cute. 
Anyway, hone it back in. Mental health, mental murder, being a stay-at-home mom. Okay, so one of the things that I was thinking about the other day whenever I was talking uh, just a second ago about, like, comparing it to, like, my old jobs. Because um, being a stay-at-home mom is, you know, essentially your job. I just fucking suck at it, as I'm sure most women do. Um, it's, like, conflicting because I'm constantly like, oh, my God. Like, I just want to go back to work. Okay, I think about that all the time, like, all day. Like, I just, I can't wait I can't wait to just be able to get hired again. Like I can't wait to have this baby and everything like go back to normal and I can like go back to work and be a teacher again safely and like not have to worry about getting COVID and dying or like my baby dying because I have a high fever or something crazy. Okay, right. So fucking fears out the ass. Anyway, I think about that all the time and then I go to lay down at bed, like in bed at night and then I start feeling guilty because all day I've thought about wanting to go back to work. And like, I'm missing out because like, I'm thinking about what I wish for. I'm missing out on like what I have. And like, my daughter is here. I'm about to start crying. You guys, I'm so hormonal and emotional. So if I start crying, like just fucking ignore me. But like, my daughter is here and she wants to like play. And like, I tell her no, cause I'm tired. That fucks with me. And I know it happens to a lot of you guys, like where you're like, no, 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 no. Like, I'm so tired. Like, let's not play right now. Let's just kind of relax, and, like watch a show or something. And that shit fucks with me so much at night. Like, I feel so guilty. That, like, I told them no. I could have done more today. Like, like I, I very much so at night when I'm going to bed, reflect on my days. And 99.9% of the time, I'm not pleased with how my day went. And it's because of me. <laughs> it's 100% because of my fucking mentality. I don't know how to overcome it. I don't know how to overcome it without medication. And I can't take it. <laughs> uh, I literally the other day was talking with my doctor and I was like, so what about when I breastfeed? <laughs> Can I take it then? Because that's real fucking hard. Like whenever I'm waking up every two hours to put my tit in this baby's mouth. And I also have a toddler that I have to wake up with early in the morning and like do stuff with her all day because my husband's going to go have to go back to work. What the fuck do I do for mental sanity? Because I need them pills. <laughs> Like, oh my God, it killed me. Cause I was talking about like the worst part of it is like at night. Like I, like I just said, like I lay there and I fucking reflect on my days and I think about like how much I hated it and how much I hated myself for everything I did that day. And like, I have fucked ton of mom guilt. Okay. It just runs away from me. You know, anxiety. That's how that fucking works. I was talking to my doctor about it, you guys. Okay. And you know what she told me to do? <laughs> Those of you with anxiety are going to love this. She told me that I should practice good sleep hygiene bitch <laughs> good sleep hygiene does not ward off my anxiety okay you know what happens to me when i practice good sleep hygiene fucking nothing i will still lay there until 3 or 4 a.m even if i go to bed at nine o'clock and I've read my book and I've drank my herbal teas and I've, you know, done my yogas or whatever the fuck. Okay. Your hippie shit tells me to do. It is not going to matter. I could turn my phone off two hours before bed. I could look at no screens two hours before bed and do all the right shit. It doesn't matter. My brain is still going to be like, hey, bitch. Remember today whenever, uh, you know, you told your daughter you didn't want to play, you know, she could fucking die tomorrow and you might never get the opportunity to do that again. Okay. Like, that's the shit that happens. 
<laughs> doesn't matter what kind of fucking sleep hygiene I have. Granted, my sleep hygiene ain't the best, but it's not going to matter because I've tried it all. I fucking tried it all. I'm sure all of you guys have too. We're just a bunch of fucking psychos out here, aren't we? Whew. I was also thinking about like, like I was saying with the like shit needing to be done around my house, like that doesn't get done. And how my daughter isn't the one who prevents me from doing it. That it's me who prevents myself from doing it. I also feel like a lot of it is like my lack of time management. I think maybe like that might be somewhere to start. This actually just dawned on me. That might be somewhere to start is like better time management with myself. Like right now it's it's especially hard because I wake up whatever I want to fucking wake up. I don't really have like a schedule. My daughter doesn't have one either. You know, she's not in daycare or anything like that. Although we just found this place called, uh, well, I'm not going to tell you what it's called, but we just found this daycare type situation where uh, it's like not like a full-time daycare where you have to like pay out the ass, but it's also not like a cheap daycare, but it's like the perfect daycare situation for a stay-at-home mom who doesn't need full-time care, but needs that every now and then care where you're just like, if you don't take this child from me, I might just abandon it. Oh my God, <laughs> fucking DCS is going to show up at my door. <laughs> but like, it's it's like the perfect daycare situation I have ever encountered. So I'm so excited. So we're going to start that soon. I'll have to talk about it one day. Um, oh my God, I just punched my computer. I hope everything's still recording and everything's okay because I just fucking whapped that bitch. Anyway, so, um, so that's exciting. But maybe I'll get more done then whenever like I drop her off you know I say that but you know my fucking ass is gonna come home and watch Netflix for the whole time she's gone right you we all know this right but my time management is just like shit so my daughter will wake up whenever the fuck she wants sometimes that's eight sometimes you guys that's 10 fucking 30 okay so I'll just like put the baby monitor on right right next to me and as soon as I hear her I'll get up sometimes I wake up earlier and I'll look at the time and I'm like oh it's 9.30. She's not up yet. Fuck it. And I'll roll back over and I'll just go back to sleep. And I'll sleep until she's awake, which I should not be doing. I should. It probably doesn't help my mental health either because I'm probably like oversleeping. Because I go to bed pretty early. And then, so maybe like if I like go to bed like my normal times, like whatever. Like I don't have to set like a bedtime because I go to bed pretty good. Um. But like have like a set wake up time. Like I could wake up at eight because I ain't waking up before eight o'clock. You guys, <laughs> that ain't me. So I could wake up at like eight and maybe then like I can do stuff. Like have a cup of coffee. And like maybe run a load of laundry and like take a shower and then she can wake up. And then I wouldn't feel like so shitty about the day because I would have had some productivity because sometimes she'll wake up. And we have zero productivity for the whole day. And that makes, you know, your mentality even worse when you've done like just like nothing. And your husband comes home and you've not showered still and like you're fucking gross and there's nothing for dinner. And like, you're like, we got to order DoorDash again. Like, <laughs> fuck DoorDash. They take all my money. Their, their convenience just pisses me off. I hate it. But I love you. Please don't ever go. So... Maybe that would make me feel better if I just like woke up and started my day. Then I think about waking up <laughs> and it makes me want to cry. 
I don't know. Maybe I'll try that out this week. And that'll be my, maybe that'll be my focus is just like the time management and like, let it be, um, I'm listening to my daughter, like laughing, giggling. It's distracting me because she's precious. Um, <laughs> uh, and then like, maybe see like how that affects my mentality. Cause again, like, it's not like it's going to be like medication changes or anything. Cause I'm not able to take it. So that's fucking great. So maybe like I need to write a schedule down cause I'm not good at sticking to schedules. I'm one of those people who buy planners with the intentions of like being a planner and then I don't do anything. And then I'm like, well, maybe it's because I need a different planner and then I'll buy another planner. I have like five planners that maybe have like two weeks worth of stuff in them total. Like I'm like, <laughs> I can't keep up with shit. Oh, fuck you guys. Every time I do this podcast and I start talking about this stuff, it just makes me realize how much of a fucking mess I am. Okay. (laughs) It just just really makes me realize how shitty I am and how shitty all of you are because you're listening to this and you're just fucking agreeing with me the whole time. I'm sure you're like, oh yeah, fuck. I know what you're talking about. I am also that way. Especially the planner. I literally talked to a girl off topic, but I literally talked to a girl just the other day. (laughs) I met, we were playing video games uh, and I was literally talking to her and she was like, yes, she was like, I am the exact same way with the planners. She was like, I do it all the time. Like you buy a planner and you're like, oh my God, I'm going to be so organized. I'm going to like plan my life. And like you do it for like a day or two. Like you'll write out like fucking weeks and be like, this is great. I'm going to be so organized because I've already got like my whole month planned. And you literally, you will wake up the next day, not even fucking look at the son of a bitch. You won't do anything for it. Like you'll just completely lose track of everything. Like it doesn't, your planner will sit there and just collect dust. Okay. And then you'll be like, mm, well, maybe it was the planner. I need to buy a new one and you'll buy a new one and then you'll buy pens for it. Cause you're like, well, maybe I need to make it pretty and like stickers for it. Maybe cause like, maybe that'll motivate me. Nothing will motivate you to get your shit together. Trust me. Don't buy any more fucking planners. Okay. <laughs> Tangent over about the planners. That concludes this episode of our uh, podcast. So I will talk next week. I'll do like a little thing in the beginning and talk about how that, um, uh, God, fuck me. Look, I can't even, time management, how time management went and like how it helped me with my productivity and my mental health with being a stay-at-home mom. Okay, I'll let you know how that goes. Um, so let's start taking bets now on how long it's going to last. You guys think I'm going to make it the whole week or maybe like a fucking day. Cause I'm going to say probably not even tomorrow. <laughs> probably won't start it at all. God fucking help me. I'm literally thinking about setting my alarm tomorrow to wake up and like do stuff. And it makes me just want to curl up and die. <laughs> so help me. Okay. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Later. Thank you so much for listening to the Good Mom Podcast. Don't forget to hit the follow button on Spotify or iTunes or whatever listening platform you are using. That way you don't miss a single episode released every Monday.